1: Welcome to the latest edition of What Did I Miss. My name is Michelle. I'm joined by Gabe and Paige, who swears to have better signal today, and will hopefully stay on for the entire podcast. By way, I, I feel like I really I'm a, a woman in STEM now. Okay, yeah, I got It's a good start. It's a really good start. Well, we are post July 4th, which for me is the official official start of summertime. Um, before we get started on sports, obviously we just we don't want to go into it too much. I think mainly because I don't know if you guys agree with me, but I feel quite numb to these right now, which is where I don't want to be. But um, yes, there was another shooting at a parade outside Chicago, and um, this is our this is our way of life right now. What I what I think is scary to me is that I do feel the way I do today, just sort of like nothing was surprising to me yesterday. I didn't even register shock. It was just like, yeah, that sounds right. And so here we are, and uh, I expect nothing to be done. Um, I expect sides to throw poop pies at each other and in the meanwhile accomplish nothing and we will rinse and repeat and so that is all I have on this one I really cannot come up with anything else to say about it and that I think in and of itself is the sad part at this point there's nothing to say
2: yeah I mean I don't think uh there's much we can say in response to that other than yeah it it was a crappy headline to read and 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 obviously an awful reality for for people in that area but you know, yeah, I think one of our, our colleagues behind the scenes said, like, just the fear of being in big public places right now is on his mind, other people's minds. And that ties, you know, I'm not trying to make an inelegant segue to sports here, but, but it does tie to mm. sports, right? We, ha- we have to decide yeah. if we want to go to these things and do these things and be around all these people. And sports are a place where you like to get together and not worry about stuff. So, you know, it, it's on people's minds who are listening to the show for sure.
1: No, I agree with you. I think sports was always large groups. I mean, large groups of people have always made me nervous, um, obviously, in the last 20 years more so. But um, yeah, you're right. They're soft targets. Uh, They're called that for a reason. And so we will um, hope for the best and hope for those families to work through their grieving as best they can. I know their lives are changed forever and we will continue on with our lives and try to talk some sports, which I will say this. I'm going to start this whole first part with the NBA by saying This feels like it was three months ago, KD requesting a trade. It was merely days. And yet, I don't know if it's the NBA fatigue, if it's the spoiled superstar demanding his way fatigue. Maybe it's specific KD fatigue. I don't know. But what is his plan? Like, what does he want us to remember about Kevin Durant? Because for me... I respect and love the kind of basketball player he is. He's beautiful to watch. It's it's just when he's on, he's on, and I love it. But this, all of this external stuff is legacy killing. And as much as I crush LeBron James and joyfully do, the dude doesn't do this. Um, And that, I think, is where I'm just a little bit lost on who is guiding KD? Is this all his own plan? Is this part of some big strategy that we are not seeing but to sign an extension a year ago to have been paid to rehab to come back and then to demand it hours after Kyrie said he was staying what is going on
2: what are we doing
1: what is this (laughs) I don't get it
2: you want our help trying to interpret what (laughs) the hell Kevin Durant is thinking like (laughs) what's
1: his plan what is his plan why does he do this to himself because no matter what happens like this is all bad. These are bad looks, right? You can't just, nope, this one doesn't work. Nope, this doesn't fit. Nope, don't like this. Eh, 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 and keep moving around. Like it's it's the very thing we crushed LeBron about, except for LeBron stayed, finished, won, moved on. This is literally quitting on every single organization, especially right now because I think the Nets stood by him more than most and really supported him. At least it seemed like that on the outside. And you're just pooping all over him. And, and, and on top of it, have the audacity to put in a little wish list of the sexy places that you'd like to go next. Bitch, I am not about to help you find a new girlfriend. Like, you're on your own. What is wrong? Well, like, you can't do that. I, I'm, I don't get it. The timing, too, is weird. It's like, I thought the whole plan was you wanted, unless he knows is also leaving. Like, what is happening right now? And I, I'm just, who's guiding KD? You're doing an awful job. An awful, awful, awful job. And I don't want to go skip Bayless here and be all ridiculous, because at the end of the day, sure, it's his career. You can play it out the way you see fit. But as far as sports and athletes and legacies are concerned, I mean, you're just setting it on fire repeatedly. And I'm lost. And I'm bummed, quite frankly.
2: Bummed for who? Well, I I don't know exactly what you mean when you reference Skip for like, yeah, like, we're allowed to fans. call this guy out. Like, p- people oh, who yeah. cover sports get to say, like, this doesn't make sense, and we don't have to fall for this guy every time. Like, wh- <laughs> and, and by the way, let's be fair, also, it may not be him, there's a lot of people around yeah. these guys. Who the hell are these people just giving this stuff to reporters?
1: I don't know. I, I, The other thing about, well, KD specifically as well, is we all are very aware of his um, engagement on social media and he enjoys waiting in the cesspool that is the comment section for some reason. I don't know. He's a sick, twisted man, but he will engage with people and he's sensitive and he says he doesn't care. And a person who says they don't care over and over again clearly cares more than most. And so for me, that's another part of this. It's sort of this weird oxymoron. It's like you do all these things that, you know look ridiculous from the outside as fans and why are you asking out and I thought the whole plan was to go to Brooklyn and make it this great empire and, and now you want out and then you also say I don't care what people think well I think you probably do and I think this is an awful way to play but he, he Kyrie wants to play with him and that's the other thing I thought they were friends but Kyrie mm-hmm. says he wants to stay and Katie says okay cool now I want to leave Was that all a lie? Like, who wants to play with who at this point? We know LeBron wouldn't mind having Kyrie back. I get it. I also don't get it because I feel like that was many, many years ago. And we're all still clinging on to these weird past dreams of what somebody was or how somebody played. But uh, I I don't know where he goes. In my dream, KD, Kyrie, they both end up in places like Sacramento. And then they just go there and, like, (laughs) rot. And then your career dies and then we all move on with our lives. Because at this point, you're just making a mockery of the entire... This is not how it's done. It's just not. And I'm all for changing jobs. I've done it. But to do it repeatedly and screw the people over, over and over again, not feeling it. I'm I'm like anti-KD and I never thought we'd get here, to be honest. I really didn't. Mm. I like the guy and I'm bummed. So maybe that's why I'm bummed. Maybe I was one of the people that still really liked KD and uh, was supporting him. And then this comes out and I'm like, you suck, man. And do not, whatever you do, send him to Miami or anywhere else that he wants to go. That has to stop. You cannot be rewarded for crap behavior. That is not okay.
2: I got to ask you guys a couple questions about this. So alongside the Kate, you're right. It felt like six months ago that these rumors came out. <laughs> and I mean, the Brian Windhorst meme has has oh, so already good. started mm. and like been reinvented six times mm. since we all had a chance to talk. By the way, masterclass in television, Windhorst. So good. Masterclass. Yeah. <laughs> but go on. So he's, that happened days ago. I Right. I don't understand this part of it. Like, the KD gaslighting us and being weird, I, I don't know what to make of it. I I think that's his goal, is just to get us to talk about it and then watch as our rundowns go up in flames. You know, like, everything... Right now, everything we're saying, I can pretty much guarantee doesn't matter by the time this is out because he's gonna do 100%. some other weird-ass thing between now and then. Yep. What I don't get is why we're, like, forgetting that we already did all this Kyrie Westbrook... like. If it's Kyrie and LeBron and Westbrook and Durant, that happened. It was 2015. Like, I'm, it's not that long ago we tried this, guys. Like, what are we doing?
1: Because I think enough time has passed that they forgot. This is how I think this is like dating and everything else. Like, you kind of enough time has passed or you date a bunch of other. Pe- I mean, look, I'm a prime example. You date a bunch of other people like life goes on years pass, And you're like, you know what? Yeah, maybe that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Let's try that again because I think as humans we are conditioned to weirdly like forget sometimes and do things over and over again. It's why we're stupid, honestly. And you're right. If this ends up Has in the it end, ever
3: worked out?
1: No, I mean, well, I, I don't know. Sometimes look at look at Ben Affleck and J Lo. Clearly, oh, wow. it works. Um, but here, if it ends up Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. And Kyrie Irving and LeBron James, I just, but just in different uniforms. I kind of want the chaos of it all, but I also just roll my eyes because it's a ridiculous, like, moment in sports for everybody involved. And that's why I'm rooting for it. Chaos.
2: So I like to look at, like, the deeper layer here, and we might get to one of the people who has also, like, these deeper thoughts, uh, if we want to call them deeper thoughts. but. I just I don't understand who's actually pulling the strings here. Oh, who is the mastermind of all of this? Because it isn't KD on his phone tweeting. Mm-hmm. Who's mm-hmm. who's puppeteering all of this nonsense? Agents, agents, and whatnots.
1: Not I mean, like how the is reporting. If the on rumors it. are true, like. Or what? Yeah, are you, you're talking about like the actual releasing of the information.
2: I want to know who's actually going to get all these deals and trades and everything done. This is all happening in a room that we are not privy to. I don't think even the best reporters in our industry have all the facts yet. So I think we're all guessing and someone or some couple of people will actually sort all this out. I want to know who those people are.
1: No idea. Well, I know on the Brooklyn side, someone who's definitely pulling the strings and is reportedly pissed is George Sy. Josai, I oh, don't know why we got George, oh, I was looking a George. Josai, because the owner, or governor, or whatever, all of the titles he has. But he's, he's angry, and rightfully so. That's why I'm hoping he's a rich enough man that pettiness will be part of his, his moving forward, mm. and that he will trade him. Because obviously, at, as the, he's gonna want the best for, for what he can get. But at the same time, I feel like he should want to get even. And getting even is shipping someone to like a crappy team in a crappy city that they don't want to be in. And that's what I'm rooting for with, with Mr. Psy. So fingers crossed. But I also know like he's a smart, smart business person and I, he, I don't think he would take garbage just to get revenge. But then again, I've never been that wealthy, but I promise you if I was, my, my revenge game would be on another level.
3: Pettiness knows no bounds with that kind of money.
1: Pettiness, no. Money buys you, pettiness freedom. And that's what it's all about. Game, you look children.:
2: I am confused. <laughs> I, I, I'm confused. I need windhorst. Can I? Uh, all right, <laughs> Get him uh, in. I'm also. i have listen. I'm also like. I'm moving at maybe like one eighth speed right now. Is
1: this Fourth of July
2: hangover? What's happening? Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. did
1: you actually oh. do Fourth of July on Monday versus Sunday?
2: Yeah, I actually yes. I asked this question uh, When was adult 4th of July this year was it Sunday? Was it Sunday? Yes. Yeah, so I I did it when everyone else did it, which was Monday. So Tuesday is a bad day I was on the beach and I was you know I opened the first one at lunch (laughs) and uh, I kept going till it was like 11. I was like what in the hell am I doing? (laughs) Yeah, I made it to 11.
1: Oh my god. What? Wow.
2: Yeah I'm kind of, With I, sun
1: I think, and beer?
2: I think I went to bed at 11.11 Pacific. Nice. And, uh, good luck. Good that segue. was how long I went. So I don't I don't feel good right now.
1: Is that the segue? Is did you write that segue?
2: I did not, but it occurred to oh, me halfway right through there. describing my hangover that it was well right there just, for you.
1: Let's just cut through it because Gabe just in his hangover state really just did a brilliant segue to a tweet that we've, you know, privately tried to decipher on our text thread. Um from Genie Bus, I guess I'll just read it to you and it won't make sense, but I miss KB, Kobe Bryant. He would oh, understand. That's and that's ex- who KB Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I yeah, not even get past the first line. I was like, yeah, well, there who you go. I mean, there you go. Well, cause it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, buddy. So yeah, this is at 11, 11 PM on, uh, I guess it would be July 3rd. So that would have been Sunday night. So she did adult July 4th. Okay. Good for her. Uh, I miss KB. He would understand and explain everything that I'm not allowed to. Honestly, he was the greatest Laker ever. He understood team over self, meaning your rewards would come if you valued team goals over your own. Then everything would fall into place. And here's the capper. All can reply. Mm. Hmm. We need code breakers. What does it mean? What does it look? We have been doing this long enough in this era of social media to know what a cryptic tweet looks like. And this is just textbook. But yeah. what in the hell? Who is this to? Is this to Russell Westbrook? Is this to LeBron James? Is this to Anthony Davis? Is this to Rob Palinka? Who is this to? Like, I, I, I don't get it. But it's clearly some sort of shade to some. It can't just genuinely be, I was randomly thinking about Kobe Bryant tonight, and here we are. It has to be something's triggered this. But what? What are the Lakers up to, you guys? Let's just guess outrageous things that are coming down. (laughs) Oof! Is it to LeBron? Everyone's going to want it to be to LeBron, obviously.
3: Yeah, the internet is. I mean, it has like eleven five thousand quote tweets or something, and half of them are about LeBron. It's a lot.
2: Yeah, but
1: but it's like, hmm.
2: Let me take the other side of that because I don't think even LeBron would ever claim to be the greatest Laker. So this isn't an insult to him to to like sort it's of passive aggressively point out that Kobe is the greatest Laker.
1: Which again is up for argument. I think there are people out there that would argue Kobe's not the greatest Laker of all time.
2: I yeah, I, I would probably argue that. But um yeah, so but that's so fair. what would she be taking shots at Kareem or Magic? Seems very unlikely. Shaq seems like he's minding his own business. Right. So I don't know who this is about or what it's about. You have to come back to LeBron even though it doesn't make sense for it to be about LeBron. Is
1: it to James Worthy? Is this to James, James Worthy? <laughs> James Worthy's taken out James Worthy's taken out. Is it Kurt Rambus? <gasps> it is to Kurt Rambus. Because you know, the Rambus intertwining with mm-hmm. the this bus. 4D and 4D the- chess. Oh, this is great. Wow. One can reply. You're right. It's like, I don't think any of these guys would ever... I don't, well, I don't think LeBron's claimed to be the greatest Laker. But then again... I, he might very well think that. So I don't know.
3: What is she not allowed to explain? That's what I come back to. Oh,
1: so you read it like that. I read it. I, he would understand and explain everything that I'm not allowed to as though he had to like mansplain things to her in life. So she get. that's what I read that <laughs> as so I was like, I don't know what that <laughs> sentence means at all that I'm not allowed to. Now that makes more sense that she's not allowed to say out loud. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Like when he demanded a but trade. Did Kobe the do sucked. that? Did Kobe like
2: speak truth to power out, outwardly that Jeannie Buss was like, oh yes, he did it. He cleared not the that path. I know of. I he requested he
1: wanted a demanded a trade when the Lakers sucked. Yeah. So is that what we're talking about? Is that some sort of a I don't know? Because he did that, and people are doing that today. And so for me, those are the same thing, not different. And I don't know what all can reply means. Oh, Kenneth, That's why I'm revealed. like, man, I hope she had a couple glasses of wine. Yeah, because all, all can reply is just asking for it. Do you think she'll ever address it or just she dropped the cryptic tweet and moved on? I hope she just tweets like once a <laughs> I month. I hope not. <laughs> With Honestly, something insane like I'm here that. for. It. If it's all like this,
2: maybe yeah, I'm all what for it. she's saying is let, let me try it one other way. If Kobe were here today, but also an elder statesman of the Lakers, not a current player, Right. he would have the clout to go out publicly and spill the tea as the kids say sure. on whoever it is that this is about but she is not allowed to because she knows that this person is more powerful than her in the organization that she in fact runs Who the so hell then would that it be? has to be lebron it has to be lebron
1: but what happened like mm. obviously everyone's on summer break so this could very well just be completely internal which this then makes this even more amazing but I have not seen him say anything. I haven't've unless I missed something.
2: Can I connect it to my earlier query about who's pulling all the strings?: Yep, oh my God, is this rich Paul? What if oh boy. the Kyrie wants to go back to the Lakers and maybe there's some interest came from the LeBron camp. This makes sense. went over the head of ownership front office, got put into the ether is being talked about as a real thing, a real even thing. though there's no one with a job to do that, saying they want him. <laughs> and she's saying, you know who would know the truth and say the truth? Kobe Bryant. But I am not allowed to because I can't tell my fan base the truth.
1: Okay, so let's let's ponder that.
2: Maybe I'm not hungover. Maybe Actually, I'm, i feel like unlocked that's... <laughs> something special.
1: I think you're onto something. I think you're right. This wouldn't be the first time that LeBron and... Everyone that's around LeBron uh, would have leaked something for their own benefit to try to, you know. So, but I ask you this. Why can't she say, you own the damn team? Like, at the end of the day, you are the top of the pyramid. So, what are you talking about, I can't say anything? Of course, is he powerful? Yes. Does he have powerful people around him at this point? Yes. Do you still own the damn team? Yes. I don't get it. If anyone can say anything. Now, I don't look to Jeannie, but I think Jeannie Bus. I think she's a lovely person. I'm not sure that this particular job, this particular job needs a shark. It needs like a person that will just chomp down and not let go. And I don't really think that that's who Jeannie is, uh, but I want it to be like I would love for her to just come out and go rogue and just and not even rogue because it's all well within her her rights and her role. But like, just come out and blast all of it. Like, tell us everything. You are the top of this thing. So I, again, I don't understand what it means that I'm not allowed to. Like, who's putting those rules on her? I didn't know there were rules, to be quite frank. I, I, what are we doing? If I owned a team? Oh, my God. Do you know how obnoxiously loud I would be more than I am already? Like, do you remember Mark Cuban when he first came around? <gasps> I'd be worse than that. Way worse than that. And. <laughs> Like, this is ridiculous. I'm not writing cryptic tweets either. I'm going to be like, yo, we never said anything. About, if that's what it is, which Gabe I, has just as much validity, that theory, than anything else I've heard. I would just be like, we've never said a word about Kyrie Irving. We have no way of bringing him here. We haven't even explored the possibility. I don't know where this came from. Boom, period. Moving on. But I'm
3: allowed like to say that. You can't
2: say that because then, like, then you look like you're not in control of your own organization, which I think is why at
1: Right, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. know uh, doing maybe it. a little
2: bit of a miscalculation here. I don't <laughs> think this one went through the comms team. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I think there's some tr- there's some tr- honesty in this tweet, acknowledging the dynamics going on inside the organization. Maybe that's what's happening here. I but I, that's I just what would I'm like saying. Say, I know absolutely nothing. I have no. But point. I like
1: this theory. I I think this theory is pretty legit. And and I also would say. If you are just transparent, like if you just come out, I would much more think that you had control if you just came out and said, all right, enough is enough. We have coming off a historically laughable season and now we're rolling into this thing with all this rumor and everything going around. I'm just going to sit here and tell you this. And no matter what you think, it's coming from me. It's 100% valid. If anyone knows what's going on, it is me. Boom. And then drop the hammer on what is and isn't factual. I don't think that makes you look like you don't have control. I think it makes you, hey, say, finally, enough is enough. I'm going to just tell you what's happening. And then you can figure out where this is coming from. And anybody with two cents would be like, oh, obviously, we know where it's all coming from. So turn it around. Like there's no and, and especially as a woman like F this, dude, you are in a powerful, powerful position in sports, all of sports like do this, drop some hammers. Let's just start. We want to have a big ball contest. Let's have a big ball contest, Jeannie Bus. Mm. Let's go. No replies. So somebody get in there and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Don't even think of replying, fools. I don't want to hear what mouth breathers have to say. Boom. Next question. Like, I want her to do that so bad. I wish we could put some, like, mean into her and let her come out today just on you want, fire.
2: You want Jeannie Buss to turn into Ruth Langmore. That's what you yeah, want.
1: I, yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Shit about foot. <laughs> <Marty>. <laughs> but the opposite I wanted to be like I know everything about everything <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's that's where we are um but anyway yeah so Lakers are still in the middle of this who knows where anybody's going a lot of people made a butt ton of money last week a lot of names that you know we were waiting to hear Booker Bradley Beal Jokic Carla Carla the Rudy Gobert going to Minnesota that's probably one of the bigger eye-opening moments but um for the most part We're still kind of waiting on pieces to fall. And now, obviously, it's turned into where will KD end up? That's 100% where the watch goes. All of Summer League will be about it. It's just going to be all about that. But that's all right. I'm good with it. NBA, year round, guys. Year round. Who watched F1? (laughs) Guys,
3: literally best
1: race. It was great. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, So, Gabe, if you did not watch, which is embarrassing, it was Silverstone, which is an iconic track in England. Um, Carlos Sainz, it was very, very torrential downpour rainy on qualifying on Saturday, uh, so much so that Carlos Sainz in the Ferrari, A, didn't know what he needed to even think of getting pole. And then when he did finally come to the finish line and got pole, he was shocked. It was his very first pole position. It was his very first win in 151 races. He did it all, or 150 um red bull coming in second hamilton third hamilton was a good story too because it's his home race and he started in the fifth spot when i tell you this race had like everything that you could possibly have in one f1 race started not even one lap into this thing we had a monster monster crash um one was if you've not seen the footage by now i would suggest that you go look at it, but he comes around and he's going to make a turn and instead the car goes straight and flips multiple times, goes airborne and then slams into the fencing, which is where fans are. So it's like, boom, boom. And it's so fast and so bad looking that there was a lot of concern so much that the TV didn't even show it for about 20 minutes. I think they were waiting on confirmation of his health and where he was. They stretchered him out of there. got him all. Turns out he was okay. He was even walking around the paddocks afterwards, like talking to people. I... That part doesn't make any sense to me uh, whatsoever. George Russell was knocked out, got out of his car, ran to go check on him. It was his home race. That was depressing. It was the halo. If you're getting a lot of talk about the halo is what saved that kid's life for sure. We had protesters on the track at one point, which, by the way, if you're a protester running onto a track at an F1 race, not your brightest move at all because you can't protest when you're dead. So maybe we don't do it that way again. So they jumped a fence, made it on there. We had a 53 minute stoppage because of the crash, it was like, and then we had an ending that literally came down to the final lap. Like, it were five dudes just at the end there, and it was spectacular. I was high for the rest of the day. Like, I was on a high. And we've been, I mean, I haven't really said anything publicly, but we've been working on this project with F1 and stuff, and this was our first sort of dress rehearsal. Yep, that was, I had to fill for 53 minutes. I've never done that before in my entire life, so that was fun. I'm telling you, if every race was like this, Gabe, you would become probably one of the biggest F one
2: race fans in the history of life,
1: um, and luckily okay. for you, there's another one this weekend.
2: I right, listen. I'm I'm inching <laughs> closer and closer towards Dude. Towards trying it. Uh, I gotta tell you though, just pick a team. Yeah, right. I, yeah. I saw <laughs> Tom that Cruise video. was there. On, okay, now we're there? talking, wait a minute, on his birth.
1: Yeah, Keanu Reeves was there, especially during
2: qualifying oh, looking fab. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude. F- we just listed a hundred things about this race. Damien Lewis was there. Yeah, they're all there. Tom Cruise and Keanu Reeves, were they, not together. Were they together? No, oh, not wow. together. No, no,
1: no, I no, saw no. Keanu during qualifying on Saturday, but Tom Cruise was there on sun- all day Sunday, complete with the hour-long stoppage. It was his 60th birthday. Yeah. And this it's was his like weekend birthday celebration. Yeah, he was over. Was he with Mercedes? I think he was in the Mercedes. Yeah, I'm pretty Yes, he was. He was he's with Mercedes all day. But he uh yeah, apparently this was his birthday present to himself kind of thing, which he I like. He gets it. Tom gets it. By the way, I don't He he gets it. I'm sure he's watching it just going, "I'm going to do all of that and 100%. faster." <laughs> like he's crazy. <laughs> like the- But yeah, I was I was proud of him that he stayed cuz a lot of stars wouldn't stay for uh, an hour long delay plus blah, blah, blah. But he was when there. Tom he was there to at the end, he was he there commits. proudly. He, that's a good point. It's a good point. And he did fill about 30 minutes of a 53 minute uh, delay rant. But he stood there alongside Carlos Sainz's dad when the, uh, on the podium. So yeah, it was awesome. It was beautiful.
2: I think that's you buried the lead. Uh, can we talk a little <laughs> bit about Keanu? What, what was he, he doing? Was
1: so, story on that is, He was there on Saturday as a guest of a gentleman who had something to do with a car that debuted around like 2009. And apparently Keanu is working on a docuseries about F1 around that era. I'm telling you, everybody with a brain and a little bit of money has a project right now. Like Lewis Hamilton, Daniel Ricciardo, we got Keanu, we got Brad Pitt attached to the Lewis Hamilton project. Like, I'm sure Tom Cruise has something he's going to do, whatever. Like it's a it's a hot commodity. You want to you want to do it now, or are you gonna be
2: late? I'm in. So I <laughs> I was never all the whole time. I heard all the same words spoken about crypto, and I was like, guess what? Not gonna do it. Don't care. Not interested. Nope. I was that way, obviously, with F1. But when you said Keanu's got something coming out, yep. I'm in, man.
1: Yep. And he looks fabulous. He's just walking around. Of course he does. All all angelic and whatnot. Yeah, no. My favorite. My favorite. So Keanu's- Where's the Uh, next race?
3: This weekend, Austria. Keanu's doc is coming out on Disney Plus. Yes. Next year. Yeah, Disney's-
1: Also, I think think Disney Plus has something to do with Ricardos as well. Like something with Hulu, Disney Plus, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Disney owns Hulu, right? Yeah, so it's like Mm a whole- It's smart. I'm telling you. this is If I had any pool or any- disposable income or any, I would do something with this because it is just ah, hot right now. It's so hot right now. Yeah, so you have Austria this weekend, Sunday. I'll remind you. Don't worry. Thank I, you. I'm going to text you at like 5 a.m. your time.
2: Make sure you're awake. I, I will be in uh, in England and Scotland in uh, the latter half of the summer. Are there any races there at that time? Can I go? Although there I got to is... be honest, I was pretty scared when I saw that awful wreck. I saw like wreckage flying into the stands. I didn't think I really wanted to be there.
1: No, well, I mean, there's a fence. Um, no, the only one. Oh, you should go to this one, though, because I will probably be at this one. You should go to Belgium, Belgium. August 28th. Okay. That's I a might, good one. And I, I believe that is. Hop over fa- to Belgium. It's Verstappen's home race, technically. Sure. I believe. So you're going to want to probably be there. It's going to be a lot of Verstappen because Verstappen's getting booed everywhere else, but he won't get booed there. So there's that. Uh, So, yeah, F1, I'll remind you this weekend. I think that's going to do it for us on the A Block because I know, I know there's a lot of stuff that I did miss, including something that I think we need to finally just quit altogether and end the mayhem. We'll be right back.
0: This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, you can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: We are back with what else did we miss or something like that? Uh, <laughs> I know it's 4th of July. I'm sure there was a ton of stuff we did not see. What else was there?
2: I hate that I'm bringing this up. Oh no! I just want to put that out there. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna go off what we have in the rundown because uh, Paige and Team put it in here. I just I have to put my opinion out there first. I I cannot stand the hot dog eating contest. Yeah. Oh, okay. here we go. Did you not I read can, further I, I down where don't...
3: that says that? Be- <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. Let me. No, I didn't. So oh, uh, here goes. Joey Chestnut, despite an injury, he had a ruptured tendon apparently, oh. uh, and a brief interruption by a protester Maybe even more dangerous than going on an F one track is stepping up next to Joey Chestnut. He put him a headlock and threw him to the ground. Um, Joey Chestnut won again. Yeah, that happened. Who played who
1: would have headlocked?
2: Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Headlocked. So Joey Chestnut with a
1: ruptured tendon, then went into combat with a protester single handedly, took that guy out, then went on to shove his face full of gross stuff. Okay, go on. I'm listening. He's an
2: athlete. Uh, Elite. He'd Stop. won his fifteenth straight, I think, hot dog eating contest. By the way, I'm still a Kobayashi guy. I don't know where he is these days. But wow, oh, he, he's
3: banned. He was arrested after I read about this yesterday. For right. what?
2: He... Oh God, <laughs> we're gonna have to edit if he was arrested for some things.
3: No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no, no <laughs> he's no. a he Kobayashi guy. Finding out he was arrested for like hot dog um, related crimes. Yes, hot dog related <laughs> crimes because uh, he had a dispute with like Major League Eating, I believe it's called. And so he wasn't allowed. No, 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 let me finish. He wasn't allowed to be uh part of the hot dog eating contest. And then I think in like 2010 or 11, he went anyway as a spectator. Uh-huh. And then the crowd really got behind him and were chanting his name. And so he just hopped up on stage hoping that they would let him compete. And instead he was arrested and um, banned from
1: competition. Arrested? Yeah, I'm sorry. Are we still talking about grown ass people who sure? eat lots of hot dogs? This seems anyway, a little excessive. I wish him well but, and I hope he's Well different. now I'm now I'm Team Kobayashi. Good job, Gabe. For sure. Well,
2: Where I was he? supposed to tee you up to ask for your opinion on, on the hot dog eating contest, Beads. I'm sorry that I jumped the gun, but what is your opinion on the hot dog eating contest?
1: Okay. So first of all, I did just watch the headlock video. Uh that's an insane three seconds of life. I don't even know what to do with it. But I will say When we did Sports Nation, I know we had Joey Chestnut on and I know we like tried to eat hot dogs and it was very difficult whenever. And there's a part of it that's appeals to sort of my just like disgusting side of what human beings are capable of doing, like whether it's hot dogs or buffalo wings or, you know, all the weird things they eat because they do thousands of these stupid contests. But the more time that goes on, there's something that is just bloody gross about this at this point it's just gluttonous we are a morbidly obese country to begin with i don't want to get into it but like we are and so then i just see and none of these people are ever the fat ones that's what that's what blows my mind like you would think joey chestnut was 750 pounds by now but he ain't because as page said he's an athlete um but i think i'm over these eating contests they're disgusting. Like, I didn't even turn it on this year. And, and I've, in years past, I've at least made an effort to be like, oh, let me go see if I can catch a couple minutes of it. I didn't even want to see it anymore. Now, does that mean I'm against entering myself in like a powdered donut eating contest? No, I am still very much for doing that. And I am up for any invites if people know of any contests that exist. But Hell yeah. for me watching this disgusting display of like bread and processed meat and liquids, just blah, I think I'm done. I think 46 was the age at which I finally went, mm. I'm out. But you, you don't like it either, Gabe, and you're younger no. than I am. Did you always not like it?
2: I've never liked it. I, I actually put this <laughs> out there. It's, this, to me, falls into the same category as cigars. I think most people oh don't like don't it. They just, for some reason, we feel some pressure to say we like it. We don't, I don't like it. Wait, I don't think cigars are the same thing. I think they are. I think, I think people th- like cigars. Some do. And some people like watching some guy eat 76 hot dogs. But most <laughs> oh, of us, if we're so being honest with ourselves, don't care for it.
1: Gabe speaking for the silent majority. <laughs> like what? I don't even know what the ratings like. Does it get good ratings every year? I have no clue. I don't
2: know. At this it's, point. Just, it's like one of idea. these things we're all forced to talk about. Like everyone. It's a tradition to just have your, the same jokes. There's not even been an original thought around the hot dog eating contest in 30 years. I didn't even know there were thoughts around the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> so you are cool. like a preeminent voice of talking about it. Are you kidding me? I would say <laughs> if they did a documentary about it, you, the <laughs> sound bites of you taking it seriously on ESPN would be prominently featured I know, in the documentary. I,
1: I once loved it. It's the same thing. Like I once loved a lot of things that I don't love anymore. Like I think there's something I, I just—it's lost its—it's it's lost its charm for me, if you will. <laughs> But maybe can it's I just offer- hot dogs. Maybe there's other stuff. Yeah. Yes. Great segue. Okay. Can
3: I offer you something okay. in replacement that they started just last year? Yes. Oh, and just that last is year. <clears throat> lemonade chugging. Mm. That's right. In your mouth? How quickly can someone chug one gallon of lemonade? And our guy, Eric Bad Eric Badlands oh, Booker, won for the second year in a row with under 30 seconds for
1: one gallon of pink lemonade. Ooh, pink lemonade? Uh-huh. That's not good. Okay, one gallon. In under 30 seconds. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. like, what's this? This is, like, not even close to a gallon. No. And I don't even think I could drink this in less than 30 seconds.
2: I like that's that not good either. How is this good for your body? pink. Like, regular lemonade, you're just like, that's fine. Well, I regular,
1: good, real lemonade is delicious. But all that weird sugary stuff, I'm not into that. Mm-mm. I like fresh lemonade. Sure. Fresh juices or no juices. That's my motto. Like... <laughs> Okay. So chugging lemon. I mean, it's wholesome. It sure is a wholesome thing, isn't it? Um, Quincy wants us to have chicken tender eating contest, by the way, which I'm 100% in. But yeah, again, I'm not a doctor, but how is this good for your insides? It can't
2: be, right? It cannot be.
1: No, you have diabetes.
2: I could argue that it's, a, it's cleansing, actually. I, I <laughs> To think chug it... a
1: gallon of sugar water in less than 30 seconds?
2: That'll flush you right out. That's gone. In a, that's gone quickly. Pooping. What are the rules page on that? Because in the in the hot dogs, you, I forgot what they have. Some cheeky name for it that basically means if you throw up, you're disqualified. They have some <laughs> funny way of describing throw up in the hot dog eating contest. By the way, it's not funny, but they think it is. Uh, is there a no vomit that... rule with the chugging? of mm. the lemon? I'm
3: not sure. Uh, I can tell you that that's Eric, uh, Badlands Booker, our champion. He did start his interview
1: with just a really long, satisfying burp. Yeah. That's it. That's Oh, America. You never Mm -hmm. cease. This is why the world Mm. loves us. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? And also there's more of a chance Yep. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Badlands. But there's more of a chance of puking with a liquid intake like that than food for sure. I mean, who hasn't done that? (laughs) Am I right? Good lord. Okay, well, that was all depressing in American. What else you got?
2: <laughs> well, depending on where you live and who you root for, this might be depressing oh, no. also. I'm not sure. Um, okay. So UCLA and USC are moving to the Big Ten in 2024. Now, this has a million different follow-up thoughts that could come along. Um, Beetle, I know, like, could college football is not the number one thing you think about, but you know, you know the traditions of the Big Ten. You've been to those schools. You've covered these sports. Like, USC moving to the Big Ten is monumentally huge. Like, that's wild. It's
1: a clash of, uh, it's a culture clash for sure. But it's um, also from a traveling standpoint. Like, Big Ten is predominantly schools whose entire identity is kind of, that town's identity is that school and football and whatever. and they're. Some sort of like out of the way spots in, you know, wherever, wherever it might be, Iowa, whatever. And then you have big time Richie, L.A. coming in. And that's like, that's a little odd. It's a little odd for traveling, period. Like, I don't know how fans, I guess you're not going to have fans from both teams at, at all the games like you would normally. Because like Big Ten, a lot of those, t- you know, hour and a half, three hour drive, whatever. You can get to a lot of those places. But I think here, the closest i mean, you're going to have to fly. I don't know. So, L.A. and Nebraska. That's the closest. Yeah. I see, think that's, so, yeah. That's a little, that's going to change the sort of dynamic of like the actual game experience, I would think. Which I guess if you are, you know, got some rich kids that can PJ their way to games, I suppose, if they want to. But other than that, they're never going to see any of those games ever.
2: I'm surprised that that was your first reaction. But why? What was, why? No, I, was that? I just, that's an interesting angle on it. Just that, yeah. But I, I actually think that's a problem for UCLA more than USC because. Uh, I say this with love and respect for friends of mine. USC is not short on uh, wealthy alum who love to tailgate and uh, and spend a little extra on their tailgates. So and I have ban- a feeling they're going to be
1: PJ Patrol
2: and, oh, like bandwagon, uh, fans. and bandwagon fans. Yeah I'll, yeah, I'll accept that. That's true. Uh, and I think there'll be some bandwagon charter flights <laughs> going to yeah. Ames, Iowa, or wherever the hell Ames. I don't even know if it's, is it Ames? I think Ames, Iowa no. State. Um, I don't know. Oh, is it? Oh, shoot. Now you're right. Whatever. Doesn't matter. The... Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> the flights to Ann Arbor and Columbus are going to be jam-packed with SC oh. fans. I don't know if UCLA fans for football games are going to get up and travel to the middle of the country.
1: Yeah. That's an interesting, I mean, look, why not? Are we just heading towards like a two conferences thing? Like maybe in other sports we have, why, we just do that. And then you can have little branches within, but just like, Split it down east-west, think, boom, done. Everybody figures out their thing, and we're, we move on. It'll be like the feels like it eventually. Right? Like, why not? I, I mean, I, that's what I... Because I, I, I know there were some people that were up in arms about this news, some people like me that were like, I who cares? Like, it's the games are still going to get played. It's just going to look a little different. But I feel like if we're heading towards just two monster conferences, I'm okay with that too. I'm always going to be okay with that.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's an ESPN... Faction and a Fox faction at this point. And uh, they own pretty much all the games. So, good
1: point. It's a good point. Those will be the conferences.
2: <laughs> no, these
1: streaming services are going to start buying this crap. Mm. Once it opens up, they're going to be like, we would like a part of this as well. Thank you very much. Uh,
3: what else? Well, uh, talk about beautifully petty Twitter responses. So, over the mm. weekend, uh, Sports center tweeted out a crazy shot uh, from somebody at Wimbledon. Random fan responds, not a sport. Sure. Really original response on that. About tennis? About tennis. That's right. A sport. One of the oldest sports, I would imagine. Um, Right. And US Open Tennis responds, not a sport, says the person about to watch 17 games of Drew Luck at QB. Uh, This guy's a Seahawks Uh, fan. Which is so great. Uh, US Open also changed their Twitter profile to say, definitely a sport. Like they're going all in on it. Who runs that? Whoever runs well, okay, that, I hope got a great segue. Weekend. So our guy, Drew Locke, who caught astray in this, uh, tweeted out yeah, yesterday, no I believe, uh, happy fourth to all, but especially to the intern at
1: the U.S. Open. OK, yeah. Great. I mean, yeah. If Look, if that was just an intern. No, well, there's no way. It, sure.
3: the, I will but, say that uh, is my I, one my one criticism I love of it. that. I hate when people are like, oh, he doesn't intern. know. Like, come on. Social media is a real job.
1: He'd, but he also, he doesn't know that, like, social media is an actual career, like, at every organization. There are people that run just the social media side of things. But he's also, you know, he's never probably had to delve into the this world, so I get it. And in fairness, what? he was,
2: like, the intern of quarterbacks, and then he became I, a starter. <laughs> so he doesn't know how these levels
1: Well, maybe work. that's why, maybe he looks at that as, like... Yeah, he's Aspiration. like, I love being an intern, so I right. assumed that this was an intern. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like, I love when corporations or organizations chime in t- on social media and are are that snarky. Like, I will always become a fan of a company that does this because it says a lot about like your sense of humor and you know how up on things you are. Um, and good and shout out to him for his also sort of playing in on it because like he took a monster stray. I when like when that first came out, I'm like well, that's not nice. This guy's probably somewhere in the world just hanging out with buddies. And then this happens and you're like, I didn't even do anything. But I, but I, we should also just point out that Seahawks fan, Seahawks fan for life, Geno Smith, probably, I don't, like, you're an idiot. Not a sport. I would love, and I'm not going to because I can't take it, but I, I, I'm assuming this guy's page is constant replies to everything with like women's sports, not a sport. Mm-hmm. Like, he's that guy. He probably says woke a lot and things like that. This probably calls people snowflakes when in reality it's the other way around. Like it's going to be all those things. So mm-hmm. that guy sucks. And, and your shtick is old. Like we're so five years past that not a that sport. That guy game. was
3: tweeting through it too. No, if you
1: want to talk about golf, fine. Like, I think really? a lot of people
3: would like delete their accounts and instead he just went full keyboard warrior. Oh. No
1: not mouth breather McGee, he's going to be like, this is my, this is my moment. <laughs> Bo get in here. Look what I'm doing right now. I got people <laughs> in the city talking to me. Hey, New York City. Shut up, Bubba. Okay. Moving on. You know, they have Bubba's in Seattle too. It's not just a Southern thing. Oh. oh yeah, Bubba's
3: are everywhere. We, we knew
1: Bubba's that. are yeah. prevalent <laughs> throughout our great nation. Bubba's are
2: everywhere. Okay. I'm going to skip some UFC stuff. Well, you know what? No, let's do the UFC. We'll we'll go super quick on these last couple. So Stylebender, uh, Izzy Adesanya, came out oh, yeah. the other night to the Undertaker's theme in an Undertaker look. Uh, he he basically paid homage to Undertaker. Yeah. So Brilliant. no notes, right? Like, good job. No,
1: chef's kiss. Well done. And he like, committed to it. And I give yes.
2: Well done. Okay. Cause, cause Undertaker never dies. Wrong. So it's perfect. Yeah, it could go wrong though. The wrong guy does it or that you handle it the wrong way. Like paying homage and ripping off are it's a fine line between those two.
1: No, yeah. You could tell that like this was done by someone who's very familiar with what's going on here. So I was I liked it. They really committed to it, complete with the whole total darkness. Well done. Yeah. It wasn't just the music. It was the whole 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 production. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Okay. Uh, This last one might trigger you a little bit. Paige, I feel like you should set this up, I, but I want to confess something, Beetle. I sent this to Paige, and I said, I think this is Beetle's worst nightmare. <laughs>
3: okay. Yes. So that um, could be anything. <laughs> this happened over the weekend, I believe, but there was a conceptual, uh, a conceptual rendering of a quote-unquote sky cruise, which is a nuclear-powered plane hotel that could stay airborne for years at a time. Can you think of anywhere you would like to be less than an airplane hotel? Why?
1: Okay. A, I would overdose on Xanax, so I I wouldn't even be able to tell you what the hotel looked like. But number (laughs) two, the point of a hotel is to be in a place you want to visit, and then come back and shower and sleep, and then go Mm. back out the next day and see stuff. Yeah. What, is this for like, if there's an actual nuclear war on Earth, On Earth, and I'm going to need to stay up there for a few months. Like, What what is the purpose of it? Or I'm just stuck on a steel death trap in the sky with a bunch of assholes that I don't even know for no reason, (laughs)
3: like, with zero end in
1: sight. Yeah, what in the world? I I would be myself to places if I could. I hate flying so much. Like, I hate being stuck in a plane for 30 minutes for 17 hours. I don't care. It's all hell and torture. But I literally, for years at a time, that, oh, then that's built for like nuclear war. It has to be. It has to be. Why would uh, I need to well, be? Well, it's
3: there? not real, so don't worry. But
1: it's, it's real, not... Paige. It's... it's real. It's real now. It's well, if gonna it's gonna a rendering, someone's thinking about it. I was going to say, someone's thinking about it. And it's a prison. We, are, we could be at war. That is an actual sky prison. Thank you. Mm-hmm. If that's what they want to use it for.
2: It's a sky oh prison God. made out of a nuclear bomb. So that, it's right? like, Literally, if we said, what are the things that would irritate <laughs> Beetle the most? I'd be like, flying. Can't stand it. Boom. Done. Uh, big crowds. Being around a ton of strangers. Gross. Not, not interested. Disgusting. Being next to a nuclear site. <laughs> I didn't, it wasn't survive. on my
1: list until this morning. I didn't yeah. realize it was on my list till right now. They figured out a way to
2: put all three of those together. <laughs>
1: together i'm telling you this has to be for like some some apocalyptic getaway plan because i i can't where are you storing all the food and stuff for years like what would we be eating and drinking you know how much water you need for a bunch of a-holes for years it would it would drown the plane it would sink the plane or whatever drop the plane out of the sky i don't even know what words (laughs) to use yeah it says years years of i'm not no What a stupid idea. Somebody with a brain's wasting their time on stupid ideas like that. And that bothers me. Let's take a break. I'm going to take a Xanax. Uh, Just because thinking about it stressed me out. (laughs) Uh, And we'll be right back to wrap things up.
0: (laughs) Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: All right, we are back um we have some interaction from a lovely fan today Paige, take it away yeah
3: and as a reminder we would love to take your text uh and voicemails at six three one three nine seven zero four zero three okay yes um this is from luis he says hey beads fellow spurs fans, fan, fan noise fan- fan. i'm wondering how you feel about the spurs future the loyalty hmm. players like the admiral duncan parker and ginobili do not seem to be out there how do we get players to want to play in San Antonio, and actually stay in San Antonio. Also, I loved you calling the games last season. Hope you're doing a good end this season. Thank you.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Yes, I plan on being part of the crew again this year, as long as they will have me. And I don't think that loyalty players do not exist anymore, because I believe that even in the time of uh, Robinson, Duncan, Parker, Ginobili, they were also the exception to the rule. I don't think that the entire league was full of guys like that and that they just happened to be the four that ended up here. They were special. And and I've been asked this question before about what it is about those guys versus everyone else. And I think it's a mix of a thousand things. I mean, right now we can, the easy explanation would be young people, especially right now, are very aware of sort of how to build their brand, how to be seen, how to use social. And I think there are sexier places in their minds to go and do those things. like and, and like just mere nightlife, you know? This may not be it for you. This is a quiet sort of familial feeling area. Um, people pretty much leave you alone for the most part, but when they love you, they love you, and it's they're very respectful, but it's a very sort of quiet. There's not a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff to do compared to like the Atlantas, the L.A.s, the New Yorks, the Chicagos. I get that, I I was that. I mean, I was gone for 20 something years. So I think those players still exist. I think Giannis is an example of a player that's, that will be like that. They're in every generation of anything, there are similarities. And we just haven't found necessarily those same guys yet. I'm not sure if we will. Um, but with each new person that comes in, you think maybe this is the one that w- will end up being that. And if you're speaking of DeJounte uh, specifically, then yeah, I think he probably has bigger aspirations as far as the cities are concerned. And I, I, I don't knock a kid for that. I get it. I also am very aware of how lucky we were to have those four guys when we did. So we'll find them. They're out there.
0: I don't know where they
1: are, but they're out there. All can reply. You all right, Gabe?
2: Adam Sandler found them in Hustle. He had to go to a pickup game in Spain.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, and if I need to go to a pickup game in Spain, I will go to a
2: pickup game in Spain.
1: I can do that. They're out there. Uh, oh my god, At this plain thing. I'm, even if it's fake, I don't care. I, I know someone's working on it. I'm gonna go do some research. Um, that's gonna do it for us today. She already told you the number. You know the drill. Voicemails, text, pictures. We can't knock Paige today, Gabe. She actually lasted the entire podcast. Yeah, disappointing. that's incredible. He started in a new streak,
2: but you're at one. Yeah,
1: at one. I'll make a sign, put it back here. Boom, done. Um, we've got, we got more stuff coming up this week. We will see you guys in a few days. Enjoy yourselves.